Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Because there's never an off day in the greatest sports city on earth. Here are the biggest stories and everything else you need to know from the new title town. It's Breaking Boston with Andy Hart and Nick Fixie Stevens. Henry Blackburn, I want you guys to record this and run with this. Uh, Henry Blackburn is a good player who played a phenomenal game. He made a tremendous uh, hit on Travis on the sideline. You could call it dirty. You could call it he was just playing the game of football. But whatever it was, it does not constitute that he should be receiving death threats. That that's This is still a young man trying to make it in life, a guy that's trying to live his dream and hopefully graduate with honors or degree, uh, committed to excellence, and go to the NFL. He does not deserve a death threat over a game. At the end of the day, this is a game. Someone must win. Someone must lose. Everybody continues their life the next day. Very unfortunate. I'm saddened if there's any of our fans that's on the other side of those threats. I would hope and pray not. But that kid was just playing the best of his ability, and he made a mistake. That is University of Colorado Buffalo's coach, if you didn't already guess, Deion Sanders, a.k.a. Andy's favorite figure in college, if not all of sports right now, Coach Prime. In a clip that on Tuesday, September 19th, went hyper, hyper viral, lauded for his magnanimous gesture uh, and proper coaching etiquette, if you will, a clip that as of now, Wednesday morning, September 20th, here on Breaking Boston with Fitzy and Hart, has been viewed 15 million times on X alone. Retweeted, quoted, this is the right way to do it. Good for Coach Prime. Now I'm behind this guy. Oh, and by the way, in the clip, if you haven't watched it on your own or seen it here as you follow along on the YouTube uh, Coach Prime is wearing a pair of sunglasses, Andy, that cost approximately $60. They're made by an Instagram-friendly sunglasses company that I actually own some sunglasses from. They're not sponsoring this program, but I'll name check them anyway. Blenders. Can you guess just in the last week how many pair of those sunglasses have been sold alone? Coach Prime's gold flat athlete glasses. 250000 Uh, Pretty close. Close to 100,000 pair have sold out. The company can't keep up with the demand. They have made millions of dollars alone. This all comes into lump sum as to what we would, as what people are generally calling the Coach Prime effect. 
Now, you may say to yourself, all right, guys, um, I'm not sure I can handle any more Patriots negativity right now. I appreciate the uh, diversion from the usual Patriots or let's crap on the Red Sox topic. What does this have to do with Boston? That's a pretty fair question as well. And I think we'd like to position it this way, if you will. If you type in Boston College, this is obviously not a very college-rich, college football-rich. It's a college-rich region, New England is, obviously. Uh, bean pot's a big deal. Basketball used to be, sort of, kind of. You could say lacrosse, some other sports. But as far as college football goes, nobody gives a, as you like to say, Andy, oftentimes, no one gives a rat's katukas about college football in New England these days anymore. The BC program is one and two. They lose the opener in overtime to, I believe it was Northern Illinois. They squeak by Holy Cross, and then they actually put up a reasonable fight against Florida State. Still, nobody cares. Meanwhile, the entire rest of the country right now is transfixed with the Colorado Buffaloes and Coach Prime's team. Did you know, Andy, that the game last Saturday night, a thriller, and a double overtime thriller against Colorado State, was the highest rated, most watched, late night college football game in ESPN's history and their fifth most watched college football game, period. This guy is having a massive effect on Colorado, on college sports, on football, on the sporting scene overall in the United States right now. So I ask you this, is there any chance anybody could ever have a similar effect on Boston college football, on college football in New England, and knowing full well that you were not in on Coach Prime and you told me a few weeks ago that you were almost sort of rooting against him, are you a little bit more on board with Coach Prime now? Um, well, first of all, there's no shot in hell this ever happens in New England, so we'll quickly move past that topic because there's just – first of all, none of these schools have ever been what Colorado was in the 90s when our buddy Christian Fourier and Cordell Stewart and those guys were there, a legitimate – big time program chasing national titles on an annual basis, that kind of thing. Boston College, their glory days are when they surprise people and get to the point where if they win a big game, they'll be in the conversation mm -hmm. and they always lose the big game. So they're not in the conversation. It's just, there's no home for this in New England as the, the football landscape is currently built, whether it's UConn, UMass, I don't, it's not going to happen. So let's move on from that topic. And the second part of it is, there's only one Deion Sanders. I don't know how many of these sort of P.T. Barnum coaches there are out there that could actually pull off this kind of a transformation. But the in terms of Dion, I've always loved Dion. There's just aspects of mm -hmm. this that I think are horrific for college football, are going to destroy college football. And even Dion is aware of that and, and has talked about that, talked about utilizing the system at hand, the rules at hand, to transform Colorado with the, I believe, 57 new players on the roster, running kids off yeah. the rock, basically pushing kids out of the program that went there on scholarship, looking to pursue, you know, football stardom. Some of the things he just articulated, those types of, he pushed those kids out um, in an effort to win, in an effort to, you know, build the prime brand, in an effort to do it quickly. And that's fine. He's not cheating. I'm not saying he's cheating. I just don't think it's good for the game. And he is, I think he threw out the number. With the transfer portal being what it is, he said Colorado yep. is pursuing like four high school players. Like they're going to recruit. So you're creating a landscape where high school players 
don't have anywhere to go because everybody just works the portal and says, well, I know what that guy does. He'll work here. I know what that guy does. This guy can't. And you're manipulating free agency at the college level. I think it's terrible for the game and the NCAA has to change or whoever's going to run college football in the foreseeable future as it continues to go a weird way has to change it because I don't think it's good for the game, the sport, the kids, the student athletes, if that's even still a thing, because it's not really. Yeah, and in in the NIL landscape, is that even really a thing anymore? I mean, college college football changed dramatically when, of course, the NIL deals were made legal a couple of years ago, such that no longer should the Reggie Bushes or uh, the Maurice Clarets of the world have to be punished for getting tattoos or taking a bribe or getting a car or helping mom out or whatever it happens whoa, to whoa, be. Whoa, whoa. Now, you've got guys, now you've got guys like Arch Manning, the backup at Texas, making millions to do nothing. Taking a bribe is still illegal. Okay, well, you know, you I went mean. a little I mean, far. It, 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 Okay. Sorry. Yeah. No, bribe is still the wrong word. I apologize. <laughs> I mean, getting a little cashola, a little, a little grease, oh, no, a little something, something. And that I think is in some ways great. And in, again, in some ways horrific for the landscape because it's so, um, unmonitored. There's no rules. It's still the wild, wild west. It does seem a little wild westish oh, at yeah. this point, doesn't? From it? what I've even yeah. read, some cases of well, you have these nil collaboratives that um are shady in their own right, fall apart, don't fulfill their promises, sure. like do the bait and switch on kids. Those it's, it sounds like crypto to me in a lot of ways, where it's like, Absolutely. could you exactly tell me what this is again? And someone's like, yeah, it's money that doesn't exist. Absolutely, is. cool. <laughs> so what is it? And no, it's it's shady. There's even some that I think are binding kids into these. They're signing deals where they like promise to give back certain portions of their future earnings to the collaborative, like 5% of earnings moving forward. And this sounds like a payday loan. Oh, it's shady. It's shady as F shady as F. And I don't fault the kids. If somebody's going to hand me money, I'm probably, you know, here's a million dollars. Just sign this. You're like, sign away, sign away. Well, you remember when you get on campus at college and there's all these like cell phone providers and credit cards that are like, hey kid, hey bright young piece of America's future, how would you like this card that'll give you free money to go shopping or out to bars and restaurants? Awesome. What's the interest rate? Oh, nothing. It's just like 47.9%. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We'll deal with that later. All right, but back back to the what Deion Sanders is doing to the sports landscape, football, college football, college sports landscape overall. I hear you on all of those fronts as well, yet there still happens to be, and it's interesting that you chose P.T. Barnum because that can be viewed by one as sort of like, here comes the great showman, here comes a huckster, but you can't really argue with the effect that he's had for Colorado, for all the streaming services, for the networks. People are now texting each other left and right. You probably experienced this or will Maybe whenever you're coaching, go to one of your son's games. I've experienced it just even coaching flag football, puttering around my town. People are like, hey, did you see that Colorado game? It's not like, hey, did you watch oh, yeah. the Patriots game? Hey, just this is what everyone is talking about now. It's 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 undeniable, but I see what you're saying, that there's a little part of it that if you like go beneath the surface could make your skin crawl a little bit or make you wonder if this is right for the game, is the benefit of now worth the long-term potentially deleterious effect? And I'm going to compare it to Steph Curry and his 17 feet behind the free th- uh, three-point line threes. He can do it because mm-hmm. he's special. He's a goat, just like Dion is a goat as a player and is now proving as a recruiter, roster builder, college coach, whatever you want to call him, his overall um, mm-hmm. abilities at that level. He is doing it 
really well. He's succeeding at it. I still think they're overrated. I still think they're sort of a smoke and mirrors team. But I'd like to also point out we are getting into the lumber of their schedule, Andy, because now they have uh, the next couple of games are Oregon, USC, Arizona State, Stanford, UCLA, uh, Oregon State. Like we'll see. that's real football. I mean, people got yeah, excited we'll that they went to double overtime to win a game where they were favored by 28 points. Somehow that turned into a bet, a positive thing. Anybody else does that. Nick Saban does that, and they're trying to fire Nick Saban. But Dion does it, pulls out a win in a team they were supposed to blow out, and somehow people are throwing roses at, at Dion. But beyond that, I think you're going to have lesser coaches with lesser auras, mm-hmm. less, lesser ability go down this path, and it's bad. Just like you have people saying, Oh, I can shoot from 10 feet behind the, the three-point line. You can. You're not going to hit them. It's ruining basketball. It's bad for the entertainment right. value of basketball, but you can try it because Steph Curry can do it. Makes you think you can do it. Oh, I can throw a no-look pass. Right. I can I can run one direction and throw it the other way. You, you probably could have called it farving years ago, and now it's Mahomesing, right. if you but will. But only Mahomes can actually do it successfully. Everybody else right. makes you angry, and I think you're going to have – copycat Dion's try to go down this road and it's going to be bad for programs, bad for kids, bad for parents, bad for product, bad for everything. Right. Mm-hmm. But now you dismissed it in hand because it's probably true. And I think it's the sad reality of the state of college football, which is America's second most popular sport by a country mile yet in new England still doesn't resonate. And I understand why you dismissed it in hand because college football has not been a thing around here in so long. I mean, Oh, but for the days of Glenn Foley and wherefore art thou Doug Flutie probably running a charity golf tournament someplace and, uh, you know, make, making an appearance for a worthy cause. However, there were these brief times, these windows where BC football was kind of a thing. And then it just sort of went away and, you know, Yukon, Maine, whatever else. Come on, New Hampshire, please. But is there's you never think that there's any way possible somebody of his ilk, his, you know, like his transformative magnetism, if you will could come in and just be like, we're going to make BC a thing. It, does New England have an appetite for it where all of a sudden alumni stadium isn't just sort of like, yeah, that place where they have like the sad tailgates and the underattended games. Well, I think there's an appetite for it. And I think, for example, if UConn were in Boston, if UConn were in the greater Boston area, I think there would be a If chance. it was accessible because they've got real size. And I think they have real um, aspirations. And I think they would maybe mm-hmm. take these chances. Boston College is, I don't know what word, they think they're better than everybody. They're sort of above all this. They are like elitists, whatever you want to call it. I don't think, I think that's what, for example, I don't know if you saw this. Dion's contract that was verbally negotiated by him includes Mm -hmm. language where a lot like Bill Belichick, no one ever has to know what he's making. And he, once a year, verbally Tells the president, I believe, or whoever, the head of the school, chancellor, yeah, whoever. This is yeah. what I made last year from this, this, but no record of it. It'll never be put on record. It's just basically a sh- handshake deal between the two parties. Like Boston College is never. That's great for. <laughs> that's great when you do your taxes. Maybe Colorado was so desperate to land back on the Pac-12 map, they were willing to do it. Meanwhile, BC is 13th in the Atlantic Coast Conference right now, and I don't think 15 million tweets have been sent, viewed, etc. Uh, on BC football in the last five years, this guy's getting millions, tens of millions. He'll have billions of impressions for Colorado right now. I got to say, honestly, whatever Colorado's spending, it's worth five times that. And I agree that it's not cool for high school kids and some of the other people like, yeah, but my son said he had a four-year deal at Colorado. Now Coach Prime shows up 
and kicks him out the door and doesn't even say thanks for the effort or give him a second chance somewhere else. Like, okay, this is the way it's going to be done now. And it, there, there will be a reckoning, I agree with you, at this level between NILs, Coach Prime effects, and more. It's just, it's kind of fascinating to watch this taking place because I think right now, as we discussed on Breaking Boston, between Mac Jones and the weird state of the NFL, and we, uh, we discussed this on Six Rings, we talked yesterday about what a weird NFL season it is. Like, if Colorado wins this weekend, you may see Colorado ratings approach NFL ratings temporarily because there'll be such interest. And I think that's kind of awesome. Oh, it is awesome from a marketing perspective. It's awesome for college football because I do think there has been some um, weariness toward, oh, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, like the same old, same olds, like give an opportunity yes. to others, especially yes. as you approach the expansion of the playoffs and some of those things. I think it's all good for college football on that level. And I'm going to be honest. You know, energy, effort, and attitude, heart oh heart. I agree with about 99% of what Deion Sanders says and preaches and coach and and all of those things. Now, I don't love the it's a pretty big one percent though. Probably. And and I'm with the uh what's his name? Jay Norville, the Colorado State coach. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. with him. People that wear sunglasses inside either have an eye problem it's or kind of douchebags. <laughs> and I don't think Dion has an eye problem, so therefore you're a douchebag. No. But you do you if you want to own it and be it. And whether it's a marketing ploy or not a marketing ploy to sell sunglasses, that's fine. But most of the – I mean, him having his mother at his post-game press con- – uh, post-game meetup with the team in The Rock in the background, which is just tremendous too. The Rock as like a background figure in a video, maybe the biggest – Yeah, a, a hype like, man. The Rock is now like the dancing guy in a Mighty awesome, Mighty Boston awesome. video. And if you're a kid in yep. that locker room, if you're Christian Fourier's son, I don't care whether you're playing or not, the fact that you're living this world right now is an experience yeah. that is as unique as you'll ever see on the planet for almost anyone. Yeah, you've gone from utter irrelevance now to the front page of every football and sports website. You are now in an A-list world. You're now dealing with Tom Brady choosing to and being an active mentor in the life of Shadur Sanders, which not only can improve the quality of his game now, but make him a quality pro prospect. We got to wrap now, Andy, but I'll just say this. Patriots go in the tank the rest of se- the rest of September in this gauntlet. That's it. We'll suck for Shador. Let's get it going. I need some coach prime effect. I need some buzz in New England around football again. Obviously, you can tell that's where the stink of desperation comes for me and why we chose this topic today. What do you guys think? Are you in on the coach prime effect, folks? I know it's a little bit of a stretch as far as Boston sports goes right now, but you can see that one person can have that kind of effect on the pro or especially collegiate landscape. I'm pretty magnetized by it as well. And we'll see regionally if the Colorado train continues to pick up steam coach prime style. If new England gets on board as well, there's your break in Boston for Wednesday, September 20th, new six rings tomorrow as well. We'll get you ready for the Patriots jets games and so much more. Stay tuned as always. Thanks for the help coop. He's at jumbo heart. I'm at Fitzy GFY and we always come to you on the early side, but you can call it prime time.